0: but I am a little stitious.
1: Barons win! Barons win! Cody
2: Jansen stopped 92 out of 95 shots, including a penalty shot in overtime. Somehow he still only wound up the third star of the game. You like that? Jansen has a heart. You're
1: smoking crack!
2: What's going on? It's Cody Jansen, World Hockey Report. We are coming to you live. From the Pro Rock Broadcast Studios, the best place to be on a Wednesday. Man, Oilers game one. What are we talking about? Chat's buzzing through. Guys, I wish you could see it right now. So I'm trying to load the chat. I like to have a sidebar where I can load it and, you know, get all that ready. But I got to log in on this separate thing. And you know what it makes you, like, verify yourself? And it's like, oh, you got to click all the buses and crosswalks. That's what I was doing while I was doing the intro. So, uh, yes, I know I apologize. It's unacceptable. I'm late. I'll talk with my boss. I'll have a meeting after, and we'll probably get fired. Uh, Front row productions first in. What's going on? Adam, I'm here to face the music. Remember, I said flames in five. Well, Adam, you'd see on my game note, too. Oh, uh, what the light goes on there? That's weird. I got you down. I got you down, Adam. You were hating on us. You were hating on the Oilers. And that's what cost you. You don't doubt the Oilers. Cross checks always work. Lou, what's your thoughts? Uh, and I'm curious because I know Lou's in the chat here. Braden Shen playing through three sets of broken ribs. Like, that's cross checks that work. I always like that. I mean, I- I'm a fan of the hard play. The physical play. Doesn't scare me one bit. I like to see a little toughness, a little bit of piss and vinegar come playoff times. Yeah, you got to break some ribs sometimes to lift the cup. And I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Okay, I see it's producer Eric. That was chirping in the chat earlier. Well, Eric, yeah, I mean, it's unacceptable. I, I'll take the yell on that one. The producer's always right. And it'll never happen again. Hockey is no place for a nervous person. I love it. Lou, nerves never get to us. You know that as well as anyone. Lou, how excited are you for that Wings Abs documentary? Because that'll be a blast especially as someone who's a Wings fan like yourself. But I want to talk Oilers and Avs, and if you got a thought, join the conversation right now, 12-ounce sports, Facebook, Zingo TV, the Hockey Podcast Network, YouTube, like, subscribe, share it around, because we got a lot of thoughts to get to. The Twitter line's blowing. You can follow us on social media at World Hockey RPT. That's blowing up. I'm on Twitter at Janner on PXP. Tyler's there at TJKU29 and Philly Pete, the gambling guru. Pete's power plays. Go follow him as well. But I'm curious as your thoughts. Oilers, abs? what you expected? Are you shocked? Was it the Cale Makar show? Can we say World Hockey Report was right? The only thing, and I said this before the series, the only thing the Avs have that the Oilers don't is Cale McCart. And he was a difference maker. He flat out was the difference maker in game number one. He had a goal. He had two assists, pretty much two goals. I mean, the one was tipped. Like, realistically, that's his any day of the week. You're giving it to him. He was a plus three. He played 27-16. Cale McCarr played pretty much half the entire game for the Colorado Avalanche. He was dominant. He was spectacular. He was stellar. He was everything they needed to win. And it all starts with Kale McCarr. So... Again, let's see how this series plays out. But I would like to, you know, have that conversation with the 150 of you. That shit on World Hockey Report. Yes, I muted the conversation. 44 quote tweets. I mean, everyone dropping ratio on there. Shut up. Shut up. It's Kale McCarr versus the world right now. He's one of the best, if not the best player left in the playoffs. He's up there with McDavid. He's up there with Vasilevsky. Man, I was going to battle on that tweet. Eric, that's why you're the producer. I, I knew you'd have some love for us. But again, I just thought it was a wild take that everyone was so mad about. Not The, the take wasn't wild. Like, come on. Edmonton's forwards or Colorado's forwards? Who are you taking? Probably you got to think about that for five seconds. Edmonton's goaltending or Colorado's goaltending? You're probably taking Mike Smith because Darcy Camper can't stay healthy. And I think even when healthy, he's got a sub 900 save percentage. Defense? Well, I think that leans towards the Avs. But if they're both fully healthy, I mean, Nerfs, Taves, they easily wash themselves out. You know, way more than that. Byram, Barry, The only X factor that stands out like a sore thumb is Kale McCarr. Just what it is. It's Kale McCarr. He is the guy moving the needle for the Colorado Avalanche right now. No ands, ifs, buts about it. It's Kale McCarr. So I don't know. I was kind of shocked at a little bit of the hate that we were getting on that. And again, there's so much to get to on the show today as well. We've got Zach Medeiros coming up in about 10 minutes. Jimmy Collins, better known as Morning Skate CAD, the captain. He's going to come up at around 1240. We got to talk Brooks Bandits. Junior A, oh my goodness. That was an absolute storm. Just a shit storm. We started on Twitter the other day so yes we are going to address all of that we got comments from Connor mcdavid mike smith post game last night we'll dive into all of that but first game one eastern conference final tonight rangers bolts and for that we bring on the man himself aaron crouch from the am drive aaron how you feeling before game one here like as a bolts fan are you worried about rust or are you more happy about rest
3: You know, first and foremost, super excited to be on. But, uh, you know, that was actually the first point I was going to bring up here is, uh, you know, the Bolts handle rest a little bit differently than most teams. Uh, It seems like they, you know, they stay away from the game. They go out to the beach. They enjoy themselves. Um, I'm a little worried about the rust. But uh, as long as the big cat's playing out of his mind, uh, they got a shot day in and day out. You know that.
2: When's the last time we've seen a goaltending matchup like this, that you're that excited for because Vasilevsky versus Shusterkin. I think that's up there with some of the best. And we could be talking about this 10 years down the road as one of the best goaltending matchups we've ever
1: seen.
3: You know, I think you're right about that. And the first one that comes to mind, obviously there's probably some I'm missing in between is Jaguar and Brodeur in the finals. Uh, I mean, that one's low hanging fruit. Let's be honest here. But, uh, You know, I do hope we get a great goaltending matchup, not to uh, downplay the kid, but let's not forget he got pulled uh, a couple of games here in these playoffs. I know a la Braden Holtby in the year that he ran to the Cup. But, um, you know, Shusterkin's incredible, probably going to win the Vezina this year. Uh, And, you know, they always say to be the champs, you got to beat the champs. Well, the champs are standing in their way right now. And, uh, you know, I love the quote by Barkley Goodrow, who obviously – straddles the fence here that says i'll take shesty every day even though i'm not 100 percent sure he truly means that
2: <laughs> no of course he doesn't but again you got to stand with your teammate you got to gas him of up course. a little bit so Absolutely. when you when you think about the rangers what's it that scares you about him if it's not shesterkin
3: you know so obviously shesterkin's incredible uh you know the top guys Kreider, zibanejad are just flying around the ice i mean zibanejad just always seems to be great uh he's in the right place at the right time screening the goalie getting the uh you know getting down in the crease and doing the dirty work um and obviously Chris Kreider is just a sniper Panarin you know the input when he's uh uh you know firing on all cylinders uh you know that's that's what they signed him for a few years back uh so for me right now it's just you know the Lightning are the team that to me does the dirty work gets in front of the shots blocks the shots but on the offensive side, the Rangers are that team. And, and you know, Turk's going to have them grinding out. I mean, he's done it in every stop that he's been at. Uh, you know, he has the team that may not be better on paper, but they're going to grind and and make you maybe come off your game a little bit. It's, it's going to be tough against Tampa for sure.
2: How worried are you about Braden Point's health?
3: <sighs> so, you know, you'd like to think that getting by the Panthers in four games without Braden Point... Uh, you know, means oh, they don't need him. But let's let's be honest; that couldn't be further from the truth. Braden Point uh, is is the guy who who stirs the drink here. I mean, he he facilitates power play. He he runs up and down the ice. He's the fastest guy you know, not named Connor McDavid in the league. Some years, and uh, he's going to be missed. I I hope that he can find a way to get back into this series. Um, but you know, you got to look at what you did well against Florida which was everything, but, you know, the fact that you did it without Braden Point, you're going to have to lean on that, and the biggest thing is just getting quality chances against uh, Shestarkin, which is going to be a little difficult with guys like Fox and Truba, you know, standing in front of them.
2: Chat's going off right now. Aaron from AM Drive, the co-host, joining us right now. Lou, Eric, what's going on? Jacob says abs in four. Well, I don't know if we'll get that, but I did tweet it out yesterday. What's up, Jacob? Tampa wins tonight, 2-1. Epic says, Tampa's too savvy and vassy. I don't know if you're trying to rhyme, Epic, but hey, that one works out for you. Aaron, I want to talk about Victor Hedman. Is Is he getting overlooked because of how consistent he's been over the past three years? Because I, again, whenever I think of top defenseman right away, my mind goes to Kale McCarr. But I don't think about Victor Hedman. I think he makes things look too easy.
3: Yeah, I think you're you've nailed it on the head. And I think honestly, I mean, yes, Kale McCarr is incredible. I thought Hedman deserved um, the Norris over Fox last year, hundred percent. I mean, I know that's that sounds a little homery, but I don't think I'm alone with that. No. I thought uh, I thought Vassy. Uh, I'm not sorry, not Vassie. Uh I thought Hedman deserved the Norris, and he probably could be top two or kind of that guy who you would say should just win it every year. Uh, but fatigue sets in, you know, on these voters and on these guys. But yeah, absolutely. Victor Hedman does his job. He goes out there. He doesn't do it for the accolades, uh, ultimately, except for, you know, the one at the end there, the Stanley Cup. And the, the incredible thing is, is, is how young he still is for as long as he's been in the league. So we still might get another eight years of just excellence out of this guy. So uh, happy to have him down in the sunshine state, of course. Um, but yeah, I think you kind of nailed on the head. He's kind of that guy who just because he's incredible, doesn't mean he has to tell you about it every five minutes.
2: Epic says, nah, it wasn't rhyming, but hell yeah, it rhymes. So I think he's taking credit for it. Epic front row production says, I agree. Tampa's is going to win tonight. Hey, you guys drop a score in the conversation right now. We got to see those score predictions. It's too easy to pick a team at this time of year. I want to see damn scores. Aaron, we got to talk Oilers and Avs because if we don't, well, we've only got about a minute left here. I need a thought on game one for you. And moving forward, do you think the Oil got a chance? Uh,
3: So game one was insane. Uh, Darcy Kemper's injury, we'll we'll find out if that gives Edmonton a chance. I called Avs in five uh, pre-series here. Um, That may change depending on how well... Uh, Fran Coos plays, but he got a little, uh, he got a little experience in the last couple of playoffs. uh, So that might actually not be such uh, a negative for Colorado. I'm going to stick with abs in five because uh, they can definitely light the lamp with any team in the league. And that's scary for a team like Edmonton. If their offense does go silent, which so far it has not.
2: Tell Mike Smith dials it in. Aaron, buddy, appreciate you hopping out. Everyone go check out AM Drive, Monday to Friday, 8 o'clock Mountain Standard Time. Crouch, buddy, enjoy the game tonight.
3: I appreciate you. Thank you so much.
2: Aaron Crouch right there, co-host of AM Drive. Epic says 4-2 Tampa with an empty netter. Well, who scores the empty netter? Now we got to – I'm just prying out details here. I like it. Honestly, the biggest advantage Tampa has is Pat Maroon. Hey, Epic, I love Pat Maroon. You don't need to, no need to grease me up. I'm a big Pat Maroon guy. And he's going for four straight Stanley Cups. That's insane. Like, that has to be, and again, everyone's saying it's a stupid take, but like Hall of Fame, four straight, two different teams, Pat Maroon, what's good? I love that about him. I, I love that he is a difference maker. And I think that, you know, he brings a dynamic no one else really does. Okay, well, Twitter just crashed on me. I see there's a ton of tweets coming at us, a lot of responses right now, game predictions. We'll get to all of that, but let's just take a commercial break right now. And when we come back, Zach Medeiros, Great Cup champion. Yeah, he's also a big Flyers guy, but he's one of the best hockey guys I know. He's the man. He's coming up next at Zach Medeiros on World Hockey Report. Be sure to use Seeky promo code WHR. Save yourself 20 bucks on your first ticket purchase. We're back after the break. <laughs>
1: Get ready to win with Billy's Smelling Salts. Billy's Smelling Salts are for gamers, athletes, and competitors alike who want to get in the zone. Us at World Hockey Report teamed up with Billy's, and if you use the promo code WHR when checking out, you'll save yourself some money. The highest quality smelling salts in the game and at the best price point if you use the promo code WHR on Billy's. Billy's Smelling Salts. Get ready to win.
2: Hockey fans, the pursuit for the Stanley Cup is on and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in sports. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what win or lose. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during playoffs with DraftKings same game parlays? You can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team Team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable.
1: It's stealing cup playoff time in the NHL. And if you want to save some money on your next ticket purchase, sign up for SeatGeek and use promo code WHR when checking out. It's that simple on SeatGeek. When you use promo code WHR on your first purchase, you'll save $20. What we
2: do here is go back, 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 back. It's World Hockey Report, Cody Jansen coming to you live from the Pro Rock Broadcast Studios today. Yes, I see my camera's crooked. I'm not going to fix it live on the fly. I'm not that type of tech person. We'll get producer Eric to fix it. He's the expert. Okay, the chat's been buzzing, and we're going to get to our next guest in a second here. Adam Vanilla, you want to see Camper... Camper played better, put a lot of shots on him. I saw him the last three years, and more shots he gets, the better he gets. Well, I like Camper versus Kemper. But Adam, I do kind of agree with you, but I also think that's a cop-out. Because you still can't have a sub 900 and be like, well, he didn't get enough shots. So I think that's a little bit of a cop-out there. Epic on a Dark Horse Blues squad. Yeah, I agree. That was a crazy series against Boston Epic. That was awesome. One of my favorites that I've seen in the past 20 years. Aaron Crouch, 3-2 Tampa Bay wins in double overtime. Belmar with the game winner. That's a hot take. And while the expert of hot takes is who we're going to right now. It's Zach Medeiros joining us live on the Quack Stats hotline. Zach, game one, Oilers, Avs. Well, the only thing that was really missing was a couple of saves. And, uh, I mean, i got to get your thoughts on it because that's a wild way for Colorado to win at home in game one.
0: You know, I didn't think it was going to get that much more wild than, uh, than the last series in game one when we saw 15 goals. And somehow we we almost lived up to it. Another 14 goals in game one. You know, Mike Smith, I don't know what's up with him. It seems like he needs to get that game one out of the way. And then he hits the reset button and he turns into Patrick Waugh. So. I mean, oh, there's in five, right? It's like a <laughs> recurring theme here.
2: see, I didn't tweet it out after the game I wanted to, but I was like, ah, I should sit this one off. I've pissed Twitter off enough with that. Are, are you still confident in Smith though coming back? I mean, he's got a nine seventeen in playoffs games one he hasn't he wasn't good against the Kings, and he was not good against the flames, obviously, so are, are do you still got confidence in him moving forward? Yeah, I mean, I do.
0: Obviously, I have more confidence in the team in front of him than I do him himself. Um, if you to asked me who I liked between him and Kemper more, I'd say Kemper, to be honest with you. Uh, but I don't know what his – first of all, I didn't know how he even got hurt, to be honest with you. I just saw after a while, Fran or however you say his name, I don't want to completely butcher that. Yeah, right, uh, get pipes? Yeah, He looked okay. Um, it's going to be very interesting if Kemper doesn't bridge during the, the series. Is he going to be able to manage You know, the high-powered offense of – you know what? I'm not going to say Car McDavid. How about Ryan Nugent Hopkins and in then in the, in the Kane line? How about that line? Is he going to be able to manage that? That's what I want to figure out, right? But obviously, with the supporting cast for McDavid and saddle that's going to be a workload for them to handle. Um, we'll see. Time will tell. But uh, no, I, I like I like Smith. I think he he'll bounce back. I mean, he he he's shown it time and time again throughout the, these entire playoffs, right? Whether it was the Kings and Flames, and uh, I see him doing the exact same against the Avalanche.
2: I do agree with that in epic sense. I don't know if uh, the Oilers can win a track meet with the Avs line for line. It it shouldn't have to be a track meet line for line where the Oilers, I mean, they're probably almost better off going 11-7. and But let's just say that bottom six, just go even with the Avs bottom six. That's all you got to do. Come out of it even. And again, the Oilers' first and second lines should be able to match the Avs' first two lines scoring production-wise. Their top line, especially if they go with McDavid, Dreisaitl, and Kane, which I don't know why Woodcroft thought it was a good idea to split it up. That one still baffles me to start the game. But again, if you've got Kane, McDavid, and Dreisaitl, they should be able to score, outscore... Any top line, the Avs want to throw together as a combination. Hey, we got a lot of heat on social media, shocker, Zach. But I think the game changer and what tips Colorado over and the only thing the Oilers can't match is Kale McCarr. And he played over 27 minutes last night. He had a goal, he had two assists, and he was a plus three. Tell me I'm crazy because that's the difference maker in my mind.
0: A little bit, but again, you know, man, I don't know, the, the, the great equalizer will always be 97, and you know what, I was, I'm not taking anything away from Kale, great defenseman, um, but you know what, you're asking a guy who, you know, I don't know how good he is in his back end, because he's going to get a steady dose with dry and and McDavid, and that's just a different animal that I don't think any D-man wants to face up against, right? For how good he is, I'm not sure how good he is at locking of guys, like, as a true, like, stay-at-home, like, is that really in his arsenal? I don't know. Maybe, you know I haven't really watched enough of him. Maybe you have. Offensively, there's no doubt he's probably the best in the league. He, he skates well. Offensively, his prowess, no doubt. He, he's he's top three in the league. He's arguably the best guy. But in terms of being reliable in his own end and taking on guys, you know, arguably the two best players in the world, that's going to be another challenge. And we, we, we saw some areas last night where he kind of got exposed a little bit. Um, we'll have to see how that kind of shakes out for the duration of the uh, series. But again, the great equalizer. And I thought, again, you know, Calgary had more depth in the back end. I thought they would have won that game or sorry, that, that series in six games and 97 just to, you know, he decided he was going to be on another planet and just, you know, have like a hundred points in 10 games.
2: Well, yeah, he can choose to be on another planet. I think what McCarr maybe lacks for in defensive IQ, like I'm not calling him an idiot by any means, but like, his skating makes up for it. So if he does, you know, maybe take a wrong turn or something, like he's that gifted where he can just backtrack and really make up for a lot of any mistakes he does choose to make. But again, he rarely gets himself caught in those positions because he's so smart with the puck and just at making the right decisions at the time. I I know you saw the offside as well or lack of offside. You got a thought on that? That's a brutal call.
0: I don't know how that didn't get called back. Terrible
2: call. It was, that's all I got to say about that. So, and you got to dive into the rule book and technically he didn't touch it. So it's not full control. Like I get the point. And Tim Peel had a great explanation of it. Like I didn't need seven Sportsnet inter- intermissions explaining to me why this was called back. Like I got it the first time, but like, yes, he did tag up. Yes. He wasn't touching the puck but for the rule to say that that's not complete possession is a little asinine. Like, because then that means if Kale McCarr was to get hit on that play, it would also be interference. Cause he doesn't have possession of the puck, right? Like how much yeah. are we going to call this on the fine line? And if we want to go millimeter by millimeter with the rule book, I want to start seeing, you know, once a penalty kill, if the puck isn't full possession of the team with the delayed call, I don't want to see the refs, blowing it down and taking advantage of it. Like you either have to call the rule book exactly as it is, or you step aside and let the players play.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. You 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 can't make exceptions for for little things like that. And it's like if you're gonna be, you're right. If it's gonna be by the book, then 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 call it the way it should be, right? Especially in the playoffs, you'd hate to see goals like this or a bad penalty called, whether it's an overtime to. You never want to see the, the officiating dictate the, the entire series, especially a series like this, which is, you know, it's going to shape out to be a great series. Calls like this should not interfere and dictate games.
2: I, I would agree with that. But again, Epic uh, says it's a classic delayed offside, which means he's got to head straight out and not touch up, tagged up before the ship. Like, I agree with that, Epic. I, I They called it right. They did call it right on the ice, but we're also talking about, you know, millimeters of difference, was the challenge... I I, I don't know. I, again, it's a touchy subject. I do think, you know, if they're going exactly by the rule book, it's the right call. I hate to see it called, though, in playoffs. That's that's where we'll leave it at that. Hey, uh, game one, Eastern Conference Final, Tampa versus the Rangers tonight. We've got a couple of comments coming in. Walls says, relatively low-scoring game, but Tampa pulls away 3-1 with an empty netter. Mini says, 4-1 Bolts. Respectable says 4-1 Tampa. Jordan says 4-2 Bolts. Zach, what are you most looking forward to? Because obviously the goaltending <laughs> matchup could be one of the best we've ever seen, I think.
0: Well, that's exactly what I'm going to look forward to. Um, the goaltending matchup is, not, is an obvious one. And I mean, I would have say if we if we would have saw the same Igor that, that, we, that we saw from the, the Penn series... Tampa's probably winning did this in four or five games, but it seemed ever since he got that that last pull he got in Game Five, whenever it was against the Penguins, he's been on fire, man. Like he's looked like his best himself. Um, maybe even the the, the heart winner at some point because he had that good of a year. Um, he, he's a great. I mean, he just needs to kind of continue his play. He needs to play at that level, if if not even elevate it a bit more. Because I mean, it's no secret the Rangers are gonna be a little bit outmatched here against Tampa and going up against a guy like Andre Vasilevsky you have to be able to match him. And that's one thing where, you know, I'm not going to throw Jack Campbell in that that conversation. He's not quite at that pedestal, but, you know, he wasn't able to really steal any games for at least during that series. And uh, you could obviously see which goaltender was better than the other as, as the series kind of went along, right? And I think Igor, he's right there with them, man. I mean, it's not, I mean, I don't think it's that far off, honestly, when both of them are on their A game. Uh, it's just, I don't know it's 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 kind of a wash when it comes to goaltending, but uh, I, I still like Tampa here. But what people are really talking about, at least to my knowledge, is Braden Point still not being on the ice and skating. Like, how long is Tampa going to go along with Nick Paul as their second-line center? And he's done a great job, don't get me wrong, but is he a kind of second-line center that, that's going to win you a cup? I don't know. I don't know if he's going to quite get you there. So the stats on Braden Point, I'm, I'm kind of curious to see when he gets back in the lineup because I feel like that might hinder them over this uh, series going forward.
2: And we will get to Braden Point, but also Nick Paul. Let's cut the slander right now. The guy single-handedly ended the Leafs' season. The Ely says uh, bad hockey coming mean, to the West. Yeah, well, hey, still ended it. Two goals, game seven. Is that good? Uh, D. Ely looks more like the Western Beer Hockey League. Well, hey, got he I... first
0: liner on, the, on on the Flyers. Pay hey, that guy. Get him on a ten by ten. Sign him up now.
2: We can't. We don't have time to talk Flyers, and uh, I mean. <laughs> But again, I, Sorry. I, I don't Sorry. know how D.E. can call this bad hockey coming to the West. Like, who wasn't entertained by last night's game? Like, if you can sit there and tell me with a straight face you weren't entertained by the game last night, I'll pay for your cable bill this month. I mean, you're oh, so full of shit your eyes are brown if that's what you're going to try tell me, that an 8-6 hockey game in Game 1 of the Western Conference Finals didn't entertain you? I don't know. I I got a hard time believing that. Richard Farley, Rangers fan, I've learned my lesson. The only time I'll bet against Tampa is if they win the President's Trophy. Maybe that's fair, Richard. But I also think that there is an aspect of, (laughs) you know, rust versus rest. If they can catch Tampa off guard, if they can win game one, get Tampa rethinking... Maybe the Rangers are just a team of destiny this year. But what's your thoughts on the rest versus rest where the Rangers, they've played 14 games in these playoffs here. Like that's not an easy load. And Tampa is coming off a lot of rest.
0: Who cares? Didn't LA do do the exact same thing back in their prime years? I mean, when I think in their first cover, they did the eight seed and how many of those series went six to seven games.
2: Yeah. I'm not a a hockey guy. I I wouldn't know.
0: Yeah, exactly, right? But I'm just saying, like, they, I don't know how many games that was, but it was a lot. And they, they found a way to get it done as the eight seed. And, you know, the Rangers, for as, as young as they are, they've also had a lot of experience on that team that's been in the, in the playoffs a few times at least, right? So, um, yeah, it's possible. I also forgot that the Ranger, Rangers are also the, the home team going into this. So that might play a bit of a factor as well because playing at MSG is, it's been a home court advantage there. Oh, it's lit. It's great, man. I mean, I'm not a huge – I hate the Rangers, but, like, the goal song, to, to playing in that barn, it, it's awesome. It's electric. But uh, they, they need their their studs to be studs, right? They need Zip Anja to keep continuing his play. Panarin's been okay. I don't really know how, how you feel about 10 right now. and But, Brad, I feel like he needs to pick it up a little bit more. You know, you have guys like Cryer stepping up, Fox, Ezo, You know you're going to get from him, right? He's is going to be on, Um, especially Igor coming up now. I'm going to put – you know what? Canarin's kind of on my milk carton a little bit right now. I need to see more goals out of him. He needs to step it up for me. Yeah.
4: Kreiner's been
0: great. Yeah. yeah. Right. Or even Northside like tip Line. Like that the, with uh, Frenier, Petal, and uh, whoever else, Cabo Caco, like. Capo, let's go. I've been waiting for this guy to show up. Let's go. That's my guy. Don't listen to him. Offense is the best defense. Get that out of here.
4: That's all I want.
0: Listen, listen, I, I, as important goaltending is here, I love it. I don't mind the odd game where a goaltender steals the game. You know, I didn't mind that with Igor like in this past series or Vasilevsky against Leeds in game seven. I don't mind that here and there. But for the most part, goals put butts in the seats, period. Plain and simple. I want to give me every goal possible. I wouldn't mind Karmic David getting 50 points in this playoffs. Show me that. That's what I want. If you want everyone to be engaged, if you want me to be engaged, because that's the most important thing, give me that.
2: Also, Eric and Epic, lost audio. Yeah, 100%. My mic just cut out for a second, but it should be back now. So I apologize. Tech difficulties will fire the producer. Um, yeah, Epic agrees. I think we lost uh, on Panera. And, like, this guy's been gone for sure. True, but looking like the second coming of St- Scott Stevens lately from Richard. I love big hits. I There's nothing. Yes. Just and, murdering people out here. And again, like, everyone wants to lose their mind, like, dirty, not dirty. I don't know. You you kind of have to go along yeah. on that line. Like, as we were talking about with Lou earlier, I love seeing cross-checks nice. in playoffs. you got to beat up your opponent.
0: They have to let stuff like that go still. I think that they're, like, you know, I, like, it's it's been better now. But even that, like, first series with, like, Boston Carolina, there's a ton of penalties. And, like, don't even get me started with the Leafs in Tampa, but... I think now is like more of a balance. I feel so anyway, but like, again, it's like you said, like you're trying to end someone else's season. You know what I mean? So play with pride. You have to play fast. Like playoffs are faster than the regular season. You're going to play harder. Like you have to let stuff go. Like if we're going to cut it so close and like clip by clip in small detail, you can probably call a penalty on every shift because there's a lot of hacking going on. There's a lot of polling. You know what I mean? But you have to let certain things go because all the, all the marbles are, all, are, are on the table to win this. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, again, you're trying to end someone else's year. So you got to do what you have to do to win at any cost.
2: Well, Epic's a big fan of yours. He completely disagree It's playoff hockey. I, again, I'm fully with it. Adam, I'm sorry. No sound. My mic cut out. I think we're fixed now. We should be good. Give me a thumbs up in the chat if we are good. But, uh, Zach, we're going to leave it at this here because the predictions are still coming in on Twitter at RPT. Stick it out of the South says not 8 6 tonight. Kells Primer says 3 1 Rangers. A little <laughs> Moser, 2 1 Bolts. Jason says Tampa and right. 5. That's not a score prediction. Uh, Bruce Gunther, (laughs) 3-1, Ryan McKinney, 4-2, Rangers. I got to get your thoughts. I mean, MSG is going to be buzzing. Game one, I need to score from you, and who's got the game winner?
0: Okay, I'm going to go 3-2, Rangers in overtime. Wow. Give me Alex Lefrenier as the game winner. It's a hot
2: take. Why do you think Rangers, though? Okay, uh, we're going into the commercial break. Sorry, guys. I don't care. We're missing commercial break. Why do you think Rangers?
0: Buddy, MSG game one,
2: it's going to be electric. It's going to be emotional for them. Um, and I think
0: Igor is going to have a monster game. Even though he's going to allow two, he's going to have a solid game.
2: Crowd takes over. And go, Igor, go. I love the chance there. I love that Rangers fans are into it. Meds, buddy, appreciate it as always. Have a good one. We'll talk soon. All right. See you, pal. Zach Medeiros right there. Great cup champion. One of the best guys to hot talk hockey with hopping on world hockey report here. Hey, I apologize. The, the tech difficulties. I'll take a minus one. I don't know what happened. I think we're good. Again, do let me know though. If we lose audio, I'll restart this bad boy, but I don't plan on doing that anytime soon. We got to get off to a commercial break though. Uh, yeah, we might be a little bit late for that one. When we come back, we're going to try to connect with uh, Jimmy Collins, morning skate kid to talk some Rangers. And we also We got to talk junior hockey. I got comments from Mike Smith, Connor McDavid. Yes, Adam, big boy hockey. That's what we like, Adam. Big boy hockey. It's playoff time. It's World Hockey Report. We are coming to you live on the Hockey Podcast Network. Twelve Ounce Sports back after the break.
1: Get ready to win with Billy's Smelling Salts. Billy's Smelling Salts are for gamers, athletes, and competitors alike who want to get in the zone. Us at World Hockey Report teamed up with Billy's, and if you use the promo code WHR when checking out, you'll save yourself some money. The highest quality smelling salts in the game and at the best price point if you use the promo code WHR on Billy's. Billy's Smelling Salts. Get ready to win.
2: Hockey fans, the pursuit for the Stanley Cup is on, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in sports. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during playoffs? With DraftKings same game parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets, like which team will win how many goals will be scored and more it's your shot at an even bigger payout DraftKings is safe secure and reliable
1: It's Stealing Cup Playoff time in the NHL, and if you want to save some money on your next ticket purchase, sign up for SeatGeek and use promo code WHR when checking out. It's that simple on SeatGeek. When you use promo code WHR on your first purchase, you'll save $20. We do here is go back, 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 back.
2: It's World Hockey Report Live. Cody Jansen and coming to you from the Pro Rock Broadcast Studio. Today, be sure. You need smelling salts like the best? Go to Billy's shopbillies.co. Go pick up Billy's smelling salts, the best in the game. Use promo code WHR and you can save yourself some money on shopbillies.co. We're talking regs. The conversation's buzzing in the chat. If you got a prediction, get it in there right now. D. Ely says 3 1 Rangers out a vanilla, 3 4. But Tampa wins in the end. I, 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 Adam. I think you got to redo that one. I think you messed up the the text there, buddy. Hey, we got a lot coming in on Twitter as well. Connect with us there at World Hockey RPT. Now we got the captain of the morning skate. It's Can. It's Jimmy Collins hopping on the show. Jimmy, how you feeling? Game one, Eastern Conference Final, and I mean, you're kind of the reason why they're there.
4: Hey, Glenn. Hey, Kaniac. I'm back. Oh, the boys are buzzing. Eastern Conference Finals. Who would have thought? My New York Rangers, out of nowhere. Nobody's picked them the whole year. Second in the league in comeback wins. Best goalie in the world. And we're in the Eastern Conference Finals. I I am beyond ecstatic.
2: Best goalie in the world? Holy, it's a little early to start drinking. Uh, Richard saying, not saying it matters, but much like Carolina, there's a lot of Rangers fans in the Sunshine State that we were watching from Richard. I I mean, hey, I'm sure there are Rangers fans all over. I mean, it's one of the most, you know, what's the the, one of the richest sports franchises in the world. Like, I think they got to be top 20 in North America, at least. So, yeah, they probably got fans all over the place. We got to talk goaltending, though, because that's a wild take to start this one off, Jimmy. Do you actually believe Shesterkin's better than Vasilevsky? Uh, You know, it's hard
4: because Vasilevsky's got the two cups right. And the guy's an absolute machine. I think uh, the last team they played, he he only allowed three goals, and that was the highest-scoring team in NHL history. So, yeah, very, very good goalie. But if you look at what Igor does, I mean, in terms of most valuable player, I think Igor's a lot more valuable to the Rangers than Vasilevsky is to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, It's going to be sweet because, right, we have McDavid and McKinnon, who are just super athlete, like offensive juggernauts. And then it's almost like the Western Conference just doesn't play defense, and then the Eastern Conference does play defense. So you have you have the best two forwards probably in the game against the best two goalies in the game, and uh, I am I, I cannot wait. We got home ice. Things, things are looking good for us. I think.
2: The chat's going off. Shesterkin's playing a lot like Vasi vassy has got a competitive level above other goalies, in my opinion, Epic says. I, I like when Vasilevsky's locked in. He looks so intimidating as well. But, again, Shesterkin's the only reason why the regs are in this spot. Maybe not the only reason. But, again, he was the best regular season goalie. He's going to win the Vezina. And he's taken them through two seven-game series, which is absolutely crazy. Adam, I didn't forget about your comment here. He says, I know we're talking playoffs, Um tomorrow the city of tempe votes on the coyotes new arena deal well that's an interesting tidbit i'm sure t cool is going to be talking about that tomorrow end of the day i mean the yotes need a new rink in tempe or scottsdale or you might as well move them to houston but uh, interesting piece there adam thanks for the, the the chime in hey what's your thoughts on number 10 is he going uh is he going ghost here in this series too or what You know, you you look
4: at everything that he's done, He scores overtime winner against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Let me, let me preface this. The New York Rangers fans are probably the worst fan base in the world. I'm one of them. Uh, I, I, there's a few that I definitely follow and then everybody else just kind of like regurgitates everything else that a blue check mark says. So I I can see where gonna getting a ton of hate, 14 games played 11 points, four goals, seven assists. Carolina definitely kind of put the claims to him last series. I would say that for sure. I would not be surprised if he's hurt, but, uh, He's our Tony Panarin, man. He's the bread man. I, I'm not worried about him. I think he's going to have a hell of a series here. I think the fact that he's going to be going up against Kucherov, Russian versus Russian. I actually just saw a picture of back when uh, he was on the blue jackets and they swept the light. Do you remember that? And oh, then yeah. the handshake line comes up to Kucherov, and he's all sorts of pumped up. So I think I think Panarin's going to be ready, ready to go. Um, the kid line, Filipino's, he's coming out of his shell. Alexi Lopternier is playing the best hockey he's ever played. Capo. Still not putting up points, but still doing the little things. Barkley Gaudreau playing on a fractured ankle. Ryan Lindgren, who is the, he's the epitome of a warrior, man. Like, that that guy is also very important to the Rangers. Mika Zibanejad, 19 points in 14 games. Adam Fox, 18 points in 14 games. The boards are buzzing when they need the buzz. I think it's going to be a pretty tight series, but Rangers in five. Five games. Nobody else is saying that. I don't
2: All right. All right, Jimmy. All right. All right. Okay. So uh, Adam says four, three Rangers tonight. A lot of people are picking on maybe it is the rust uh, that's catching up for Tampa. That's what people are thinking. Richard's three things you can count on in life, living, dying, and Vasilevsky showing up in the playoffs. Unfortunately not everyone pays taxes. Rich. I I think that's got to be up there for comment of the day. I mean, how good is Rangers management by the way? Well, Sammy Blay, I mean, I I don't know. We can, we can talk about Rangers management. I think Drury's been great. A first for cop, whatever you want to go with, you know, they, they have done good in rebuilding this team. They've also been gifted a pretty, you know, pretty penny of, uh, players. We got to talk about Barkley Goudreau though, because, um, you just had it out with rangers fans and media that everyone was saying oh it's bad that the nhl is putting this guy up on a pedestal for playing through a broken ankle i love seeing that shit i know you do too but the floor is yours never
4: should have let those nerds out of the locker that they were stuffed in the fact that it's not even their body you can do whatever the fuck you want But what's he doing he's going out there Game six, opening draw, wins a faceoff. Game seven is out there blocking shots. This guy's won a cup with the Tampa Bay Lightning, if you don't forget. The whole glorifying injury things are for people who have never played the game before. That's fact. I don't care what what you have to say about it. And if you don't like it, go watch ping pong. Go watch croquet. I'm sure there's a good badminton match going on. We're watching hockey. We're watching playoff hockey. These guys are doing whatever they can to bring the cup home, and that's why the cup is the best trophy in sports, like without a doubt, because the stuff that these guys go through – putting their bodies on the line. And the fact that somebody else is telling them how they should live, take a lap, bud, eat a Snickers, whether it's too nice out, summertime, baby.
2: Here's what I hate about it, and, and you really did say it good, but the blue checkmark gang going after Goudreau and Rangers and Rangers fans' personnel for letting them play. It's not even letting them play. The guy wanted to play hockey. You got to let them put the skates on. But they didn't say jack shit when Tristan Jari's playing on a broken ankle. Like I, I don't know how do they just like blatantly ignore one, and then all of a sudden, well, it's Goudreau. The Rangers are getting a lot of attention. They're in the media now. I want to speak up. Like, okay, blue check mark. Calm down.
4: They don't have a clue. They they live in like this fantasy land where everything that they say, everybody should respect what they say, and this and that, and this and that. If not, you're a bigot. You're all these things. No, these guys are playing because they want to play. These guys are playing for the Stanley cup because they've played the entire year battling for this thing. And and that's the difference. These guys are going to be lifting the cup and the guys with the blue check marks guess what they're not doing. They're not lifting the cup. And I bet you my life that they're not invited to the after parties either. Cause there's no way they're fun.
2: Took 52 minutes, but politics is in the chat now. So, uh, New York versus PA politics. I'm assuming that's Pennsylvania. Oh yeah. Pitts Pizza, red city, New York's a blue city. Richard says Rangers deadline pickups were huge. Well, Hey, I mean, we got a little bit of everything coming in the conversation. And again, you got five minutes to join it. 12 ounce sports, the hockey podcast network. We're talking to Jimmy Collins, follow him on Twitter, morning skate cat. Hey, what's, what's it about Tampa that scares you a little bit? If it's not Vasilevsky, what's the game changer that the Rangers are going to have to contain or play better against.
4: I would say experience, right? These guys just won back-to-back Cups. Not only have they won back-to-back Cups, they got swept by the Blue Jackets, so they, they know the highs and the lows. So they know what they need to go through. I I guess I would consider myself a little worried about that, but the Rangers being able to battle back, of course, in Game 7's back-to-back series, and it seems like nothing bothers them. It's it's, it's crazy. They, do, they And they've done it the whole year. They don't care what the score is. They just keep bringing it. And Chris Cryer said the other day, we're like cockroaches, man. Like, we're going to be there. No matter what's going on. So uh the fact that they they have the pedigree, they they know, you know, what to do to get the job done. The Rangers haven't won a cup since ninety four. They don't know what to do, but I think they're in the process of figuring it out and I couldn't be happier with how our guys are playing. I mean, Igor Saserkin's twenty six. Uh all these guys are below the age of twenty four. Adam Fox, Ryan Lindgren, Keandre Miller, uh Philip Heedle, electi Capo Kako. I'm sure I'm probably missing a few here in oh, Braden Schneider they're all younger than the age of 24. They're like this is what these guys need moving forward in their careers. And hopefully, hopefully starts off with a cup this year.
2: When we look back at the end of this series, where do you think this goaltending matchup is going to rank all time in all time playoff series? Like, do you think we're going to be talking about in the category with Jaguar versus Broder or no?
4: It, you know, it's kind of crazy because TNC has been doing this thing where they do like their Mount Rushmore goalies. And they've been putting Vasilevsky there. And at first, I was like, what are they talking about? And then you kind of take a step back and you really look and see what this guy's done. And I mean, he's up there. He, he has to be. He's up there with the Birders, the hot chicks, the Wads. Maybe not right now, but definitely when his, when his career's over, he, he's going to be a guy that people are going to be throwing around out there. But I think it's time. I think that I think it's time that somebody takes the crown, man. And he, Igor looks good. I love the fact how loose he plays. He's waving bye bye to the Penguins. After they beat the Hurricanes, he goes over and he gives a couple of the Hurricanes as as he's leaving the ice. He's loose. It's like having another defenseman on the team, too, with how well he handles the puck. And, you know, he doesn't dish it to the other team like Mike Smith does. So uh, he's he's a great bully. He, he's going to win the Vesna. And without him, the Rangers would not be here. So you got to hope that he's super dialed in. And, and I think he is. And we got home ice, which is huge. So uh, I feel pretty confident.
2: Well, Ken, it took you 11 minutes to take a shot at Mike Smith. So we'll call that a win. Hey, buddy, (laughs) appreciate you hopping on, man. Love the passion as always. Enjoy game one tonight. We'll talk soon. All right,
4: awesome. Take these guys.
2: Morning Skate Ken right there. Absolute beauty. If you don't follow the Morning Skate, you got to. They got a great podcast as well. Jimmy Collins, absolute legend. Hey, we got to get to, oh man, the chat's buzzing. We got to get to some of your thoughts as well. We got clips. We got to talk about junior hockey. Epic, that's why Baker Mayfield's still a starting quarterback. Five elimination game wins. That's insane. Richard, I agree. That that screams team of, team of destiny, if you ask me. You know, Tampa drafted him with Detroit's first rounder. They got traded first, Kyle Quincy back. Man, epic. I don't follow NFL, dude. I wish I did. I, I wish. It seems like fun. I like college football because it's so unpredictable not really as like, I don't mind the CFL a little bit, but, uh, (laughs) Hey, I appreciate your passion in there. Not wrong on the regs. I mean, Keds awesome. Keds great. Zach's great. Aaron's great. Okay. I want to use, I want to play the clip from Mike Smith talking about the game, just him evaluating it. I I think people are going to enjoy it if you haven't heard it yet. So I've listened to Mike Smith after last night's game. No, obviously we don't like game ones. Um, of series, but um, that being said, we're we're a resilient group that that doesn't just roll over and die. Um, that's an encouraging part. Obviously, when you're giving up touchdowns in the last two series in game one, I, I think it's it's not a good sign. But I think it's uh, it shows a lot about our team that when we're down, we're we're not out of the fight, and uh, we'll continue to battle right to the end and um, play for each other. So, obviously, that's a good sign. But lots to clean up. I thought that was blunt. I thought that was a little comical. I think Oilers fans have to like hearing that and being like, you know what? Mike Smith isn't losing sleep here. He's saying, hey, I sucked. I shit the bed in game one. We're not good in game ones. Our whole team wasn't good. But I'll tell you for free, we're coming out in game two and we're going to battle our asses off. I like to hear that. I like to hear an honest assessment. So I, I got zero issue with what he said there. Um, Richards, if you're a Rangers fan like him, this is gravy. It is. You're playing with house money at this point. As Ken said, you got a lot of young guys coming up. A lot of young guys coming up here. Like the future's pretty bright if you're a Rangers fan. Epic, that's Vassy. I, I think is one of the best goaltenders to ever play the game. And I would guarantee at the end of his career, we're talking about him as one of the top two. There's going to be an argument, whether it's Brodeur or whether it's Patrick Waugh, who he's up against, but Vasilevsky is going to be in that conversation for sure. Okay, we got a minute left. I'm going to leave it at this because I wanted to address the whole junior hockey stuff. Uh, why the hate for the Oilers? Don't, uh, don't trade my favorite player, Marty McSorley. Adam, oh man, you're a beauty. Uh, I, I always get to chuckle out of you guys in the chat. You're the absolute best. But... So I wanted to address the junior hockey stuff. Hey, congrats to Brooks Bandits. They win the Centennial Cup. No surprise. There's no BCHL there. Brooks is an absolute wagon. But, I mean, guys, like parents, head scouts, all these people, all of these people being like, oh, Brooks would never cheat. Junior hockey, no one gets paid. You know, oh, everyone's clean. NCAA wouldn't allow this. Just because it hasn't personally crossed through your phone, your email, your conversations, you haven't been a player, you're looking at it from the outside. Let's drop the whole squeaky clean image because it's absolute bullshit. It's, it's absolutely garbage that people want to say, I don't care if you're a parent, if you're a head scout, you don't know every single detail about how a team's run. I'm sorry, you don't. Not even the owners don't. Coaches don't. Why? Because everyone's got their own signed deal. I'm not saying it happened on the Brooks Bandits this year. I'm not saying it's happened in the past three years because, frankly, I haven't really been a part of that. But in working in the hockey world, I'll tell you for free that there's junior teams still to this day giving players benefits, whether that's reimbursing them multiple times for flights, whether that's I, I got a great one for you. So end of the season rolls around. Can't confirm or deny if I was playing or not. End of the season rolls around. Someone's owed money at the end of the season. that They were promised, knocked into the playoffs. Team doesn't want to pay it, of course. So it gets brought up and the equipment manager goes, Hey, you know, that sucks. Like, sorry here. Like that's, that's kind of wrong on the team. The equipment guy wants to help. Equipment guys are beauties. Anyone who's played knows that. So he goes, Hey, bring your truck out back eight o'clock tonight. What does he do? Bunny rips around, gets, leaves his billet house. Kid goes, stops behind, you know, the dressing room. Equipment guy walks out, hands him 15 sticks, brand new sticks, CCM. Good to go. Have a good summer. Sell them on Kijiji. Get some money back. Like that's again, is it breaking rules? I don't know. No one knows the official rules. Are kids openly getting paid salaries and they're getting envelopes of cash. Like it's senior hockey. No, that ain't happening. But again, Guys are getting some pretty healthy reimbursements. I've heard of it still going on to this date. Not on Brooks again. I'm saying, teams you want to win. How bad do you want to win? How about you know maybe oh here's an advisor or an agent chucking you some money. Take this player. We'll split it. You know there's 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 stuff being moved around again. Just don't just don't have blinders to it again. If you're a pa- parent. Drop your phone. Stay off Twitter. There's no benefit. And you trying to argue with World Hockey Report about, oh, I've got gas receipts to show my kid didn't get paid gas. Like, the blinders are on. It's kind of embarrassing at this point. But again, guys, I'm all for it. Hey, if you're a player, if you can get paid, I don't care where it is. Junior A, Junior B, Major Juniors. If someone's offering you money to play hockey, and end of the day, you're going to accept the consequences, whatever it is do it better your life. It's awesome. If a junior B team offers you thousands of dollars, that's where you want to be. Go do it. The best junior A team. One of the best junior A teams in the world is going to cut you a couple of extra checks for flights. Why not extra stick gas money? Never hurts. Shout out Monday nooner for that one. Love those guys. They're the best. Hey, appreciate everyone who's tuned in. Join the conversations today from Aaron crouch to Zach Medeiros, Jimmy Collins, and you. You are the absolute best if you're joining the conversation. Until next week, everyone, be kind, be better.